Welcome to Don't Call Me Boomer. I'm your host, Sandra Bialystok. On today's episode, we're talking about the fascination, even the obsession with RGB lights. Welcome to Don't Call Me Boomer, the podcast where I interview my kids about the things in their lives that I don't understand as a way of bridging the generational gap and making sense of the world they live in. Today, we're talking about why RGB lighting is apparently a must-have. And here to fill me in is Gabriel, the younger of my two sons. So welcome to uh, your first time on Don't Call Me Boomer. It's good to have you here. Thank you. So as you know, today we're talking about RGB lighting. Can you, for our listeners, give a quick definition or just explain quickly what RGB lighting is? RGB lighting is almost exactly what it sounds like. It's red, green, and blue LED lights that mix together and create different lights. There are also like a lot of gamers use them in their setups, for example, RGB keyboards or RGB mice. Cool, okay, great. So when we're talking about RGB lights, it's basically, it, I mean, well, it's what you just said. It's all of these different devices that we see around us that can be programmed to pretty much emit any color that you want, right? Yes, kind of like this microphone. <laughs> yes, this microphone is definitely RGB. So that actually leads me to my next question. We're sitting in your room uh, right now speaking into your mic that lights up RGB. It just turned purple. Now it's turning blue. Uh, can you can, can can you give a quick look around the room and let um, our listeners know all of the RGB uh, devices that you have? So I have an RGB mouse. Mm-hmm. RGB keyboard, yeah, yeah, an RGB mic, and a glowing open sign. But I, I don't know how to. I don't know if I would qualify that. No, that's a neon light. It's yeah. not. It's not yeah. really an RGB. So, mic, keyboard, mouse. Um, you forgot about this pad oh, underneath. Yeah. Mouse pad. Mouse pad. This, which is like, which is a good sort of meter. It's over that's a meter. meter. It's. Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. It's it's more or less less. Okay. Well, it's long and it's a mouse pad and it and it has this rim around that glows RGB and does your do your headphones glow do RGB? Oh yes, I forgot about those. Right. And the light strips above us Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that you're pretty RGB'd up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you like this RGB stuff? I don't know. I find it kind of cool because, like, it's not just plain old white or black or a mix of both. Like, it has a burst of color, and I just find it, like, more intriguing in a way. Okay. Um, so... I did, I did a bit of research about RGB. So I found a really good uh, article in this uh, June 2020 edition of the magazine PC World magazine mm-hmm. and uh, the Australian edition. And what they bring up in this article is that, first of all, RGB is very popular with gamers. Apparently, yes. in the gaming community, uh, there there's a, a RGB is a, is a big. If, if you see a streamer throw RGB, they would probably get shamed. Okay. <laughs> 
what they say in the article is that uh, it's RGB lighting is popular with gamers because it gives them a way to personalize their space. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. And and also express their creativity. Mm, I don't. I don't know how you can be really creative with um, RGB. It's kind of like saying I'm gonna take a desk light and I'm gonna like put it near my bed. Boom! Creative. It's not. It's not very creative. But can't you control the way the RGB lighting comes up in sequences or yeah, the colors? But I don't know. Okay. Like, I don't find it that creative. And there aren't a lot of RGB objects that do that. It's mostly only Steel Series and Philips lights because, like, they have a special app designed exactly to do that. Okay. So there are on some, so there's the whole, the general category of RGB light lit devices. And then there's a subset that where you can, of those devices that you can program so the colors show up in a in a pattern that you want or with colors that you want yeah okay so what they say in the article is that by owning these devices and showing you own them also indicates that you belong to this particular culture this gaming culture no 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 i disagree i think that some people just get them most they think it's cool Okay, you don't think that it's just to be part of the community. You think there's a wider group of people who have RGB lit devices just because they think it looks good. Yeah, basically. Okay. Would you say, though, that the people who are belong to this gaming community, like to a gaming community, almost all have RGB lit devices? Yes, I do agree with that. Okay. So people in the community would notice if you don't have it. Yeah, but unless you're not like showing your keyboard, which is right. like no one does that. But like no one shows your keyboard, but it's easy to see right. if you have RGB. Um, we've established that there are all of these devices that have RGB um, lit uh, effects, but let's get down a little bit to the science about RGB lighting, okay? So you said just before that the lights that are used um, to create this effect is our LED lights. Yes, I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Because, well, we agreed. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Do you know what LED stands for? I don't. Okay. So LED stands for light emitting diodes. The first infrared LED was invented in 1961 by Robert Biard and Gary Pittman at Texas Instruments. But they were microscopic and they didn't really know what to do with them. So the infrared LEDs existed, but there was no practical application. Um, And it wasn't until the next year in 62 at General Electric that the first LED that that produced visible red light was invented. Okay. Ten years later, in 1972, at Monsanto, uh, Mr. George Crayford used one red and one green diode to create a pale yellow light. And this LED light that he created was already 10 times brighter than the one that had been done 10 years earlier at General Electric. And uh, its power and its luminosity um, allowed Monsanto to become the first company to mass produce LED lights. Uh, That's the way they existed until about the mid 90s. 
the LEDs had a limited range of color and there and but in particular um, the blue LED light was hard to find. Didn't exist even. Oh. And it was three scientists, two, one American and two Japanese scientists who developed the blue LED light. And in 2014, they won the Nobel Prize in Physics for having invented the blue LED. That's physics? It's physics. Okay, then. Yes. And the discovery meant this the discovery of the blue led light meant that white light could be made and which meant that low energy but bright light bulbs could be developed and new led technologies for uh, devices such as tvs computer screens smartphones could go ahead can i yeah can i just go back to the low energy white light yes does that mean that, for example, like those their lights that they had before, um, they wasted more energy and it, it, replacing it with an LED light would be a better idea? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's a it's a watershed moment because you're you, you have light bulbs that do exactly that, mm-hmm. emit the same amount of light but use less energy than traditional light bulbs. Sometimes they might even emit more light. Right. They could eat. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So these three scientists, uh, professors Isamu As- Akasaki, Hiroshi Amano, and Shuji Nakamura, win the Nobel Prize in Physics in 2014. But it turns out that 2014 is a pretty important year for LEDs because that's the year that RGB in Gaming devices gets launched. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So um, at the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, um, it happens every year in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. the companies Corsair and Cherry introduced the very first RGB gaming accessory. It's Corsair, by the way, I think. Oh. It's Corsair. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, okay, thank you. Um, do you know what the first accessory was that they released at CES that had RGB? A mouse? No, a keyboard. So the keyboard, RGB keyboard, comes out in 2014, in January or so. Razer announced its Chroma series at GamesCon in August 2014 for keyboard, mouse, and headset. But I want to talk just a little bit more, Gabriel, with you about um, how, how you would use RGB, for instance, on your keyboard. Like what makes it, um, in addition to it being nice to look at. My understanding is that RGB on a keyboard in spe- in particular has benefits when you're playing games. Yeah. I think I remember telling you once that um my RGB keyboard it that it can connect with apps. Okay. So for example, let's say I'm playing this um game and my keyboard could display my health. I don't know. Let's say it's connected to Minecraft. It could display my health, my hunger, if I'm drowning, and my keyboard would react to the game. Keyboards, I find, are the ones with which have the most opportunities to do stuff. Mm-hmm. For example, my mouse, it just stops. It, it turns off. 
Right. But can you go a little bit more into the health aspect to when it, you're, it's connected to yeah. a game? So let's say like I get hurt. Yeah. My um, number keys, mm-hmm. they display my health. Okay. Let's say I'm on full health, so it goes up to z- one through zero, green. Let's say I get hurt and it takes away one heart. Okay. It would go th- from one to nine. I see, I see. And I would see, oh, damn it. Like, like, I don't know why I wouldn't be looking at my health in game. Right. But, like, if... But it's connecting, but your health is shown visually through your keyboard, the lights on your keyboard, mm-hmm. as well as on the screen that you're yes. that you're playing on. Okay. Um, all right. So I under, like I'm starting to understand, in, in addition to the sort of the cool factor, and I have to say your room, when I come into your room and you're, you're full on in gaming mode and there's lights and stuff, it looks really, it looks really cool. Well, I, 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 like when I'm um, watching a movie or something in my room yeah. and I set my um, light strips to blue. Yeah. yeah it's really <laughs> cool. nice. It's a good effect. But I wanted to come up, I wanted to bring up one more point in this article that I had read in the, in the PC, um, magazine. A professor, her name is uh, Professor Sally Gainsbury. She talks about this uh, combination of um, sounds, lights, and games in this computer setting. And she equates it to a casino. Um, so she, she, she makes parallels between how your gaming setup, I guess, I think it's called your battle station. Is that? I, I never heard is of that. Is that cringy? Okay. I have never heard All right. of that. How your workstation is par- has a parallel with casinos. Can you think of what that parallel might be like? The flashing lights, it intrigues you. Yeah, the flashing lights. There's also, you're wearing headphones, right? And so there's also... Ambient sounds. Right. Um, and, of course, what you're doing on the um, computer and the screen, which is... Playing games. Right. So she says that the immersive lighting, the immersive sound, in addition to playing games, is really very, very close to being a casino that has all of those same elements. And her point is that in a casino, that immersive experience is addictive. And she says that that addiction isn't so very, isn't very much different in a gaming setup uh, because you have, you you know, all of the same, your brain is being um, triggered in all of the same ways. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on, on addiction and using yes. RGB so, and so on. I slightly agree, but also I mostly disagree. I don't find that, first of all, I'll actually say what I agree with. Okay. The lights and the sound and all, yes, that's very very similar to a casino, but I don't find that it's addictive like a casino. Because in a casino, like, you, let's say you win once, you're like, oh, I won, yay, I'm going to continue. And then you continue on and on. But I don't find it's the same in gaming. I, I kind of disagree. So you think that you're able to, in a casino, the idea is you're being like it's hard to walk away right you have you you have one win and that keeps you going or the the hope for having one win is what keeps you going and keeps you and and brings on a level of addiction as well to the game and staying in that space to keep on playing you don't think that there's you can turn off the game more easily it oh yes 
Like, I'm not saying that it's a bit annoying for me to turn off the game, but I find that it's way easier. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can tell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So then I guess the next time I tell you to turn off, you know, Minecraft, you can just do it, like, immediately. Not, maybe not immediately. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like you always want to continue. Right. And here in Minecraft, like, I might have to do something and it might take two minutes. Then I know I have to stop, so I stop. Okay, so you're saying that you'd, if you're not turning it off, it's because you're in the middle of a task? Yeah. Not because you're you're waiting for the next um, hit of adrenaline yeah. to keep you going? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so there's a new RGB um, um, device that's come onto the market um, by Razer, actually. The mask. The mask. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why it's not useful. The RGB on it. It'd be really annoying to charge the new wireless razor. Wireless razor chroma mask. <laughs> um, it's wireless charging. You can use your Apple charger. <laughs> and when you put it in, when you put the mask in to its charger kit it also uses um infrared lighting to to kill all the bacteria really Mm -hmm. so no rgb masks in the future should i i think i'm perfectly happy with my mask that i have now okay it's comfortable (laughs) i don't want like a huge bulk on my mouth (laughs) okay good to know all right so maybe one rgd rgb device that we won't have in this house yep raf will probably get it though (laughs) i bet you as soon as it's gonna come out there's gonna be a package at our door (laughs) he's gonna pre-order it all right gabriel thanks so much for talking with me today about rgb and your thoughts on it and um i think i have a better idea about why you're into it so much so that's our episode for today. And if you have any questions or comments about this episode, email us at boomer. at don't call me boomer.com. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.